Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the First Year Experience Podcast. My name is Nicholas Balderas. I'm going to be your host for today. Today, we still have our gurus. We have Gerson Salinas. Uh, how are you doing, Gerson? Pretty good. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. Um, and today, we also have Richard Tapia. He's going to be stepping in for Jerry Galindo, and he is another one of our gurus. Richard, how are you doing? I'm doing good, sir. It's nice to be back again. Yeah, second time, right? So today is going to be a very special episode. Uh, we have a very special guest. Her name's Stephanie Lopez. She works with the Google Developer Student Clubs. And we're going to go ahead and let her introduce herself and tell us a little bit about herself and her role with the Google DSC. Thanks. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Stephanie Lopez. I'm a computer engineering student here at UTRGV. And I founded uh, Developer Student Clubs so at UTRGV last year. And now I am a student advisor for the organization. That's great. I know we've been wanting to feature some new organizations here on our podcast. And it's just been a thing that we've been working on. And we've all been kind of maintaining the general structure of the university. We're kind of going through services and different opportunities here, but I really think the students can benefit from getting kind of a student org perspective of what's going on and you know how people are staying connected. So um, I'm just gonna go ahead and open it up. So what is Google DSC? What do you guys do? What is this organization about? So the Google Developer Student Club at UTRGV is a community group sponsored by Google developers. And the overall mission of the organization is to bridge the gap between theory and practice. So generally computer science students or anyone working in tech have a large disconnect between applying the theory material that they learn in their courses and then applying that to industry. And it's, there's a much larger gap when students aren't utilizing internships or fellowships or any type of side projects like that. And so our organization offers a variety of different programs uh, to help students uh, expand their skill set, meet new people, and then work on projects that solve problems. And so we offer workshops where people can learn new skills. So even if you're new to coding or if you've been an advanced developer, uh, there's opportunity for you to learn new things. And then as soon as you learn those new things, you can collaborate with other people and work on projects to solve a problem in the Rio Grande Valley. Man, that sounds so amazing. I've actually gotten involved with this organization and I've kind of had some experiences in their workshops so i know there's a lot of different things you guys do with this organization this podcast is based off of a first year experience program and we're trying to develop you know a way for the community to connect especially first year students and i think it's kind of like a hard thing to do especially with the pandemic um, so what kind of opportunities do you have for first year students so DSC offers a wide variety of programs. So the, the most important thing that we offer are events. And just the in the beginning of the semester, we offered our career development series. So if you are a student looking for internships and new jobs or other things where you might need to have different types of professional development skills, uh, we offer events and workshops so that you can uh, expand on those skills. And so we have resume workshops, we have interviewing workshops, how to build your own LinkedIn profile and how to make the most out of your cover letter. And so those are very important professional development skills wherever you are. And so you don't have to be a computer science student to join the org in general, but you don't have to be a computer science student to utilize those skills. Those are very important across any major. And then secondly, uh, first year students, it's kind of intimidating. There is like that sense of imposter syndrome that happens a lot with students, especially in computer science. And so we offer a lot of beginner oriented workshops and so sometimes that's introduction to programming or introduction to a specific language and even if you're an advanced developer you may have 
a curiosity for a specific platform or tool. And we offer those introductory type workshops for those uh, types of platforms. And then aside from that, we have a really good community of people who are already in the later two years of their undergrad career and then grad students that can offer mentorship for people who are having questions about what they want to do in their career and then also navigating their own undergrad courses. Tell me a little bit about this imposter syndrome. I know it's something that's been communicated for particular computer science and, you know, people getting into the engineering degree. And it kind of happens when you go into, I guess, a really technical related field. Uh, What is that imposter syndrome? Yeah, so imposter syndrome is a feeling someone gets when you feel like you're not qualified or have the right skill set for a specific position. And so it's kind of like that game among us, like, who is the imposter? Who's going to figure out that it's me, you know? I, I think something that we reiterate to a lot of people in the community is that like you are qualified and you do know a lot of skills and it's really up to you to see the value in yourself so that other people can see the value in you too. I was going to mention that um, it seems like a common thing. There's the disconnect between like learning something and actually using it. So it seems like this is very useful. And I just wanted to ask like, what would be some of the different uh, programs that you guys provide? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, So something that happens often is that students in in CS or any type of programming course will learn some of the fundamentals. So usually that consists of like variables and conditionals and loops. And then the the difficulty is how to take these really important fundamental computing concepts and then apply them to something that exists uh, in the market. To alleviate this issue and bridge that disconnect, we'll have workshops like creating your first mobile app or introduction to JavaScript where we can review those concepts in a different language and then and build something at the end of it. And so it doesn't always have to be a mobile app and you don't have to be an expert at that. It's really collectively as a team learning things together. And so we take these core concepts that people learn in their courses and then introduce it in a different medium. So it could be a different language or a different platform. And then at the end of each event or program, we're trying to have something tangible that you can show off either on your resume, on your portfolio. Uh, so you can have ownership over something that you build. That's really good, especially like you said, to have something tangible to show that, hey, I've actually been working on this stuff. And I, th- I think it's going to make it easier to get hired. Yeah, I think that because sometimes it's not as exciting as having like a physical product, like with electrical engineering, you could build like a really cool robot or I don't know, something else that has like hardware element in it. And then with computing, it's a little bit more difficult to see impact when you have either no users or something that isn't accessible. And so in building these projects, we want people to say like, hey, I built this and this is why it's beneficial to whatever user it's based for. I know in the program, you guys are featuring some type of discussion within the organization that you have a Google challenge. Um, Could you tell me a little bit more about that and maybe how it plays into research? So the Google Solution Challenge is a program sponsored by Google. The purpose of this initiative is to find a local problem in your community. And so that could be at your university, at your house, something that you and your friends share in common, and then to build a solution towards that. And so some uh, projects that have been submitted are neural networks to help visually impaired people learn how to type Braille using an interface or an app. And then it could also be something like choosing a new Spotify 
playlist by just pressing one button. And so it doesn't have to be a really concrete, life-changing problem, but as long as it impacts one user or a specific group of people, it's definitely impactful. And so essentially what the Google Solution challenges is finding a problem and then making something that alleviates that. Members from DSCs across the globe, so Asia, in Africa, in North America, in Latin America, all come together and build these projects and then they share them with Googlers and get feedback and then also learn how to implement new features that will actually make the project impactful. That sounds awesome. That's pretty amazing. I mean, like it has a real influence on our community. Actually, I was wondering because I was talking to Jerry and he was telling me about this and I was wondering if I wanted to join, how would I do that? So you could join um, on Veiling. You can just type Developer Student Clubs or DSC, and then you should find our organization on the page. And then if you want to register for any type of events, you can uh, type bit.ly. So that's bit.ly slash dsc-events. And then you'll see all of our past events and then any upcoming ones as well. But there's no membership fee, any type of required volunteering hours. That's really good news. I mean, there's a lot of different people that are doing different things around the university. Uh, what does that say for, I guess, not just new students, but people who don't have a major, who like really don't you know, know what they want to do? What can you say to them? Um, I think that I definitely share or resonate with that feeling of having a lot of different interests and it could be difficult to kind of narrow down to one specific major or field. And so even if you go, if you're interested in design or healthcare or politics or art, all of these have an intersection and that really is technology. It's becoming a much more prominent part of our lives and I'd encourage you to even if you're not interested in becoming a software engineer or a computer programmer, I'd encourage you to stop by at one of our events online, not in person, um, and, and just talk to some people. A lot of people have come from different backgrounds. And so one of our team members actually has a bachelor's in microbiology, and then another one has one in art. And so there are a lot of different interests here. And even if you're not interested in computer science or becoming a software engineer, you're definitely welcome in our community to either hang out and meet new people or learn something new. Can anyone join? They don't ask for like a, like a major specifically and, or anything like that? Yeah, anyone can join. You don't have to be a computer science major. You don't have to be even in STEM, really. We welcome anyone to join. And there's a lot of different workshops that we offer. And so one of our next events is data cleaning with Python. And that's a really, really beneficial skill to have. If you're a business major, if you're an art major, anything like that, having that skill is really, really helpful. And other things like that, too. So yeah, if you don't have to be a CS major, any type of STEM major, um, feel free to stop by. You're welcome in our community. And uh, how often do you give like the basic uh, programming language, like introduction workshop? How often do you do that? Like, because if you get new people every now and then, like, what if they don't know anything about it? Yeah, that's a great question. So we definitely offer at least at a minimum two beginner workshops per month. And so it could be a beginner to something different each time. One will be a beginner to using GitHub, which doesn't require any programming language, or it could be a beginner to Android, where you can learn how to create your first app and you don't really have to know anything. And so we try to make the, the barrier of entry very, very low so that it's accessible to a lot of people. And then in addition, if you wanted to learn something but you couldn't make the event or you wanted to ask a question, uh, we have all of our workshops recorded on our YouTube channel. And then we also have our Discord. So if you have questions and you want to ask and get some answers, then you can also ask them there. But we have beginner events uh, every month. So we're rounding up towards the end of our podcast, but I really wanted to ask this one question, and it has to do with the pandemic. I know we're all going through it. It's a topic of conversation, and it's just been, you know, snowballing ever since. 
but on the brighter end, you're still gathering online, which is great. And my question to you is, how has the pandemic affected your organization and has there been any barriers? Yeah, the pandemic definitely was uh, an interesting barrier to overcome in March. Last year, we had events every week, and it's really hard to replicate that feeling of bonding over like pizza or guanjas or coffee and just like learning something new. And so it's a difficult thing to replicate when it's online, but we've tried a couple of different things. So talking about things that are off topic to computer science, like talking about music and talking about other things that are happening in the world or just talking about like mental health, like how's everyone doing? What's going on in your week? I'd say that even with the circumstances, I'd say that because of the pandemic, our events have become at least more accessible to other students. And so we can share like a flyer on, on Facebook or, or VLink or social media and people will learn more about it, which is definitely an obstacle that happened in person. Yeah, I know a lot of things have been kind of difficult for everyone to transition onto online learning. But, you know, there has been kind of a benefit because we realize how weak our infrastructure is. And eventually, you know, this platform is going to be very important in our society. So I think it's great that you guys are being pretty successful in your endeavors. Um, So we're towards the end. Uh, Is there any other questions? Uh, Well, just like, is there any upcoming uh, events that we should uh, keep an eye out for? Yeah, so next week uh, on Wednesday, uh, we have our data cleaning with Python and Pandas workshop. So if you're interested in data cleaning and want to know more about what data entails, or if you're interested in Python, the programming language, uh, we're having that next Wednesday and we'll share the link on our Discord and also on VLink. And then after that, we have data visualization with Python, and these are relatively accessible to beginners. And we're always on Discord, so if you have questions about programming or tech or life or music, uh, we're definitely on there as well. But we'll have some Python workshops for the rest of October, and then hopefully some really cool mobile ones in November. And how can we uh, find the Discord? We have it on our website. So our website is dscuturgv.org, and you can find the link to join our Discord there. And we'll definitely go ahead and put those online. I know when every time we post our, any kind of information or links, we usually attach that to the podcast when we post onto our channels. I'd like to thank our gurus for joining us today and helping us out. I know this uh, podcast was coming at a last moment, but we wanted to get something organized and just keep it kind of rolling. Um, I want to thank Stephanie Lopez for joining us today. Um, is there any last words you would like to add, Stephanie? Uh, if you have any questions about computer science or tech or anything related to life at UTRGV, feel free to reach out to, to either myself, I'm Stephanie Lopez, or at Stephanie Lopez on the internet, and come hang out with us at UTRGV. We're super awesome. Not to brag, but we're pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. You guys actually really do sound pretty cool. So hopefully you guys can get some more students to join within this academic year Um, my name is nicholas balderas and thank you again for joining another episode of this first year experience podcast